Hey, everybody, and welcome once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike Parker and Artie Tafoya coming to you once again from the Mechanicsburg Brew Pub of Appalachian Brewing Company. Artie, what's going on, man? And uh, happy April to you. Happy spring. Yeah, Mike, it's uh, it's beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. Um, For once. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> it's been a little dreary. So I'm glad to hear, you know, glad to see the weather's changing and starting to see the buds on the trees. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's a sure sign of spring. Well, last time we were talking, I, we were getting, I was getting ahead of our, myself. You were scolding me for jumping too quickly into spring and past some holidays and things like that. But uh, we made it through and, uh, you know, we had St. Patrick's Day, which was, uh, which is always a big day for, for your company. And how, how did that go? How did the, the Irish Fest and everything go? Uh, Irish Fest was awesome. The food was great. Everything I tasted the chefs put out was amazing. Yes. Uh, so we had three weeks of really great food and, and some Irish beers. You know, we had the uh, Celtic Knot out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then St. Patty's Day was was fun at, at every location. So uh, it was. Uh, I think it was a it was a great St. Patrick's Day season for us. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, you know, I found myself looking into like. Uh, so I took my daughter to a little like a concert for one of her favorite bands down in uh, Philly, and I didn't realize it because I bought these tickets like six, seven months ago, right? As soon as they announced it, and. Then I realized I was going to drive into Philadelphia on St. Patrick's Day with my 14-year-old daughter. I was a little worried, actually, like where how things would be. But the venue was awesome. And the only thing I tried to find, like, uh, you know, I tried to find, like, a green T-shirt. And literally the only green T-shirt that I have is this, like, it's really ratty looking. And it's it, – but it's a Penn State it's, – it's, a, it's, a, it's stupid. It's a green – it's not really a Penn State shirt. It's kind of like a knockoff. Like you, it's it's green and it says Happy Valley on it, and that's all it says. Oh yeah, that yeah yeah. You've seen a, those? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's 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 a classic it's shirt a, now, Mike. I know it's a classic, but then I then I put it on, <laughs> and it wasn't ex- the fit is not as classic anymore. <laughs> so it's not that I'm getting fat. I don't think it's just that it just doesn't. It's because it, you're getting muscular. It's my yes. Yeah, so it's it's a it certain. Is. Don't we do men get wider as we get older? Or something Something's like, happening. I don't know what it is, but no matter how much I work out, I see I can't lose a pound <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just remember you know Barry Bonds, right? They show Barry Bonds when he was like a young rookie for the Pirates, and he was like this you know thin guy, and then. You know, say what you want to about Barry Bonds, but as he got older, it's his head was twice as big. You know, his body was broader. I think it's maybe that's why the T-shirt just didn't fit the way that it. Uh, uh, but let's go with that, Mike. Let's go with All right. that. Yeah. So anyway, we ended up getting some just like some uh, from the dollar store. I got we wore what we wanted to, and then we wore some like green like beads. And so we looked like it was same yeah, thing. It was look festive. It I'm was sure. fun, and we were we were as well dressed as everybody else for the occasion. So anyway, St. Patrick's Day was a blast. I'm glad to hear that things went well. Uh, you know, around the brew pub. So, um, you know, we have, uh, we're, we are definitely looking forward to spring right now. And one of the things that I look forward to is, you know, the garden, okay, uh, but specifically a beer garden type situation. You know, you guys have some some great outdoor spaces around the company. Uh, you know, if, you, if I'm visiting, heck man, if I'm, if I'm here in Mechanicsburg or, you know, Gettysburg, these are places that you, you got to go there, have a beer outside, right? Yeah, uh, our entire team is working to get our uh, beer gardens, and and we have different different types of them, uh, depending on the location. You know, at uh, Harrisburg's a rooftop deck, and Gettysburg has that nice beer garden with the yeah. with the uh, beer window. Uh, here in Mechanicsburg, you know, it's out front, and we got the uh, we got some uh, improvements going on this year. But 
you know, you got to be careful, Mike. You don't want to get started too early because you'll end up in a position where you got some snow on all your <laughs> your <laughs> new new uh, furniture and right. everything else. So uh, we're, I don't think it's going to happen this year. It's been pretty mild mild winter, but I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we got all our guys working in the right direction and hopefully we'll be able to have some beers outside here soon. I, I hope so. And uh, it is, it's, it, it just makes things, it's another experience. And that's really what you guys are in the, the business of it's experiences, right? Whether it's one night or you're coming in here once a week, you know, you, you come to ABC, you're going to have some fun. Uh, you, we're, we're talking about some, another event that you're going to be taking part in. And uh, we might as well bring in our, our guest because she is going to tell us all about a big event that's happening really close by. So anybody with who's who's listening to this this podcast in the central Pennsylvania area, there's a there's a beer fest on the horizon, and it's more than just a beer fest. You want to tell us about this event called PA Flavor, Artie? Yeah, Mike, it's a it's an event that we started. Uh, oh shoot, I don't know. It's been about ten years. Heidi, uh, well, Heidi's with us. Heidi yeah. Howard from the Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association. Uh, she's with us today. Say hi, Heidi. Hi. Um- I'm excited to be on on uh, the podcast today, and I'm so excited about PA Flavor, which is coming up a week from Saturday. We have uh, sold so many tickets, but we still have room for more. Artie, uh, you know, this is, I think, our 12th year. 12 years? Got, yeah, 12. Oh, wow. I think so. So, and we just get it bigger every year, so we're super excited. That's great. Well, we're glad you're here, uh, and uh, we'll we'll pop in and out with some information about that. But uh, tell us about what you do. What do you do for the Pennsylvania Restaurant Association? Pennsylvania Restaurant Lodging Association is the overarching hospitality association in Pennsylvania. Our main reason to be is to uh, work with the uh, state representatives and the governor's office on legislation that will further our industry. Um, So I am the director of events. We have a number of chapters and statewide events throughout the year, over 100 uh, every year. So I champion most of those. We do fundraisers and beer festivals and uh, cocktail parties and uh, golf outings to raise money for our educational foundation. We have a scholarship program. We also have a uh, grant program for folks in the industry who are in need. And we also have our advocacy fund, which again helps us with working with folks at the Capitol for our industry. Well, that's great. And, and I know uh, this, this event that we do, it, it benefits uh, not only the Brewers Association, of Pennsylvania, but also the Chefs Association, right? It does. The Harrisburg chapter of the American Culinary Federation has a huge piece of this event. They help organize it. Um, they're part of the committee. They also do a lot of the food, uh, specifically for the VIP reception, which is the first hour. Um, they do butler pasta or d'oeuvres. They have a whole bunch of um, uh, cheeses and charcuteries and things they put out. And they also do the uh, chef uh, demos that will be going on throughout the day. Yeah, Mike, uh, you've attended PA Flavor in the past, haven't you? Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, it's amazing. So let's talk about the venue. That's the biggest thing. So, okay, let's, let's, I'm, I'm looking at the website right now. So everybody who, who's listening right now, they can really get this info at any time at their fingertips on their phone, uh, uh, on the computer. It's paflavor.com. And we are talking about the event that's happening on Saturday, April 15th, 2023. It's PA Flavor. It's billed as the ultimate beer and food pairing, and it is happening at the Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex. Easy to get to, right there, just down the street from from the uh, the ABC headquarters, uh, main brewery on Cameron Street in Harrisburg. Everybody knows where the Farm Show Complex is. And then there's a couple of a uh, couple of events you can attend. You've got the the VIP reception, 
which is uh, from 1 to 2. Again, this is on April 15th. And then the general admission session is from 2 to 5. So, Heidi, if I'm just buying tickets to, to, uh, to PA Flavor and I'm showing up, let's just, let's, let's start, if I'm a, if, uh, let's go with general admission and just say, what's, what's the general admission uh, experience going to be like if, if me and my wife are buying a couple of tickets and heading down to the farm show on the 15th? Yes, it's, uh, it's an incredible experience. One of the best things that I have heard about PA Flavor from the crowd is that not only does it include the samplings of the beverages, the beers, uh, and we have a lot of distilleries this year too, but all the food samplings are included. You don't have to buy any food. So, it, it, you know, you, you must come hungry. Uh, we, have over, we have over a dozen restaurants involved doing samplings, um, and all of that is included with your GA ticket. You even get a, a tasting glass, a commemorative glass to take home with you. Uh, so that's included. Um, and, again, you don't have to pay for any of the food. So all the tastings, all the food. We also have a designated driver section if you want to come and be your DD for your group. You can come for $25 and taste all the food and have all the soft drinks. Um, and you can even, if you have VIP people buying VIP tickets, you can still purchase a designated driver ticket for $25 and come along with those VIP t- people and sample all the additional things that are happening at the VIP hour. Nice. I love a beer fest, don't you? I love a beer fest, yeah. <laughs> you know, I do beer dinners a lot, too, um, Mike, all over the state, and and this this is the ultimate beer and food pairing. Yeah. You know, you got the Chef's Association, and they look at some of the different beers. They work with some of the different breweries to use some of the beer and food. Heidi, uh, we're do, are we doing the catering uh, or the, uh, the butlered appetizers for the VIP section like we've done in the past? We are. We have two culinary schools involved in doing butler past hors d'oeuvres during VIP. It's very exciting. All right, just going to run down a few lists, and just you know, there, there's a long list of breweries that are going to be here. And just looking at it here, I'm I'm looking at 30 to 40, I think on this list that, that are going to be there at this point that are on the website. Um, Appalachian, of course, and we're just alphabetical order, so no no uh, no preference here or anything. I'm not biased, already, but Appalachian Brewing Company, <laughs> you know, has a big role in this at the top of the list, right. uh, uh, as always. Yes, yes. Uh, so there's Aldis, uh, Big Spring, Cold Springs. Desperate Times, Englewood, Evergreen, Flat Cap, Fluffy Bunny, Gear House, Hidden Still Spirits, uh, Isaac's Craft Kitchen and Brewery, Jackass, Jackass, I guess those are different, <laughs> uh, Chris, Lancaster, Lindgren, Love Drafts, Pilgaroo, Regional Harrisburg Area Brewers, that's the rehab guys, the uh, the home brewers yep. that do a great job, I love yep. that, yeah, they, they always have some interesting stuff, Robin Hood, St. Boniface, Sons of Alchemy, South Country Brewing, South Mountain Artisan Ales, Springgate State College Homebrew Club, Brewery at Hershey, The Vegetable Hunter Brewery, Trogues, Voodoo, Whiskers Brewing, Windridge Farm Brewing, and Zero Day. So there's, I mean, that's like wow, a... Wow, what a great list. That is, man. That's a uh, that's a murderer's row right there. Heidi, you've done such an amazing job of putting that together and getting all those brewers in. I'm uh, I'm so excited to try some of those beers, especially uh, Fluffy Bunny. That's my uh, that's going to be my go-to, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were actually the first brewer to send in an application, so I think we're all excited to sample Fluffy Bunny. I like uh, I enjoy Voodoo too. That's another, that's one that I get to. Sometimes I travel up into uh, like the northwest corner. I think they're Meadville. I think that's where they're from. Yeah, I think yeah. that you're right. Yeah, yeah. and I've I've been up to their brew pub every once in a while. They have some they have some good stuff too. So yeah, this I like when the breweries come to you. 
<laughs> and you don't have to go to them, which is that's what makes a beer fest awesome. Yeah, normally we travel around the state trying other breweries, but they're they're all coming to us this time, Mike. Yeah, awesome. I mean, the list of restaurants that, that's on there too is obviously you guys are doubling up Appalachian Brewing Company, Englewood, Devon Seafood, uh, Chef Tony Food Group, Chili's, Hidden Still Spirits, Hilton Harrisburg. I mean, they're known for that. They've got the Ad Lib uh, and the seventeen hundred degree Steakhouse. Isaac's again, JDK Group, Old Trail Tavern, and Red Robin, which that's a crowd pleaser no matter where you go. So yeah, I mean that's that's those are those are amazing. I could imagine coming in with my favorite type of food, going visiting one of them, trying to figure out you know t- having some discussions with an actual brewer, figure out what goes good with this, right? And that's what this is all about. It's, it's fun. Obviously, it appeals to foodies and uh, you know craft craft beer lovers, but. Uh, this is actually educational, something you, you should go home with some knowledge, if you can remember, on the way, <laughs> the way out, right? Yeah, and uh, one other thing that um, we're doing there is, uh, I don't know if you remember Steph Dodge, but I'm oh, sure yeah, you do. You worked with her for years. Uh, and uh, she's going to be doing a bartender display uh, with Appalachian Craft Spirits. Uh, doing, I, I believe we're doing a, a mule flight. Uh, so mule, uh, bourbon mule or Kentucky mule, uh, Mexican mule, nice. and all those different types of mules. And uh, she's going to be doing uh, mule flight and, and showing you how to make those those drinks. So that'll be another educational portion of the, the uh, event. Heidi, what are, you, what are you into the most? Are you, are you, are you more the, the foodie or are you interested in, in the craft beers? Oh, I, I like both sides of it. And I love the way some of the um, breweries want to be next to a certain restaurant and then they combine ingredients to make a uh, food that matches a beer. Oh, a I think that point. that's my favorite part of the event. Cool. So lots to look forward to. Let's give that last pitch. I know the website is paflavored.com. It's happening April 15th at the Farm Show Complex in Harrisburg, the ultimate beer and food pairing. And you guys are on social media, too. So I'm just looking. I'm seeing here on your website, it's got a, a direct link to Facebook. That's probably a pretty good place for, for information. If people want to get tickets, if they want to uh, share some info with some other people who might be interested, what's the best way to go about getting tickets? And, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there's tickets still available, right? There are tickets still available. Um, you can purchase your tickets uh, in advance. You can even purchase your tickets on site. Uh, but yeah, paflavor.com would be uh, the quickest link for you. And there's a button that just says purchase tickets and we make it as easy as possible. Awesome. Artie, last words here. Thank you for Heidi, for, for bringing Heidi into the podcast today. If I wasn't going to be away, unfortunately, I'll be traveling. I won't be here for PA Flavor, but I expect to hear all about it next time we get together. You bet, Mike. I'll let you know how it goes. And, and we're expecting a great, great event. We got our, our team from ABC we're going to be running down there, helping out, volunteering, and uh, and just trying to make sure that everything goes great. So get those tickets now, and and uh, don't wait till the last minute. Uh, but you know, get your tickets now. And if you want to, you want to get that preview, that hour preview of all the special beers and the and the uh, special appetizers uh, and hors d'oeuvres. Uh, you want to get that VIP ticket as well. All right. Heidi Howard, thank you so much for joining us. Heidi again is the the director of what well, she's the director of events with the Pennsylvania yes. Restaurant and Lodging Association, and uh, she's running the show over there with uh, PA Flavor this year. So we're looking really forward to it, and wish you the best on a great event. We know it's going to be we know it's going to be amazing. So thanks so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. All right, paflavor.com. 
Artie, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on here within the walls of the uh, the, the brewing company this spring. If I'm popping in, what can I look forward to? Plus, I just want to do some general catching up, find out what you're up to. You got some things going on and, and uh, maybe some 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 travel uh, ahead or some activities. And, and we'll talk all about it. We'll just have a little fun when we come back here on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Check us out online at abcbrew.com. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mike Parker and Artie Tafoya coming to you this uh, this session. And, uh, well, Artie, I mean, we had Heidi on, and uh, Heidi was joining us via Zoom. So we kind of lost a little bit. I didn't want to, you know, we, we didn't want to spill anything. We, we didn't want any spillage on the laptop when we were talking to her. So I, I held off, and I didn't want her to feel left out. But we do have a couple of beverages in front of us. So this is... After all, a beer-centric podcast. So, uh, cheers, and then you can tell me what's actually in this glass when we uh, when we cheers here. All right, here we go, Mike. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. All right, so it is red, somewhat red. Maybe um, I'm just going to take a guess based on. Okay. Um, all right, it's being served to me in a snifter. It is. Uh, it's got a, a red, reddish. Uh, maroon hue to it. It's nice. It's it looks. It's somewhat frothy. I'm gonna take a sip. Mm. Oh, it's a sour. Oh yeah. And it's my t- what is that? Raspberry or blueberry? Blueberry. Blueberry. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Fresh blueberries. Yep. Yes. So what's what, what do we got there? What's the name of this beer? So that's uh, you're my boy blue. It's our new blueberry oh, sour, right. part of the fruit sour series, and that's F R U with the umlaut. Right. Tea, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is your, uh, it's a wonderful blueberry sour. I think he ended up using close to 500 pounds of, of fresh blueberry puree. Wow. Um, and uh, it just has that nice balance, a little bit of lactose in there to, to give it a little roundness, but uh, otherwise it finishes nice, clean, and tart. You know, sure. you know me too well, sir. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really good. I said, I don't I know. I knew that's what you'd want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, I'm like, I'm not in for a big uh, pint glass, it, you know, today. I said, I have a little bit too much to do here this evening. But I I, uh, I, I was like, I can handle something small. But that's perfect. That's uh, that's delicious. All right. So you're my boy, Blue, calling back to the uh, old school movie. That's, that's right. Perfect. That's right. Classic yeah. line. I love no it. Doubt. All right. And if people yell that at the bartender. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they want it, they just yell that at them and they uh, they get a nice snifter over and enjoy a, a nice crisp, crisp sour. All right. I could see that and I could see enjoying that one. So, Artie, what do you have? You've got a you got something a little bit different. Looks a little bit more of a traditional beer over there. Yeah, but, I've got the uh, B, BTTLB, uh, which is better than the last batch. It's uh it's our series of uh, hazy New England style mm-hmm. IPA uh, that uh, changes every batch. So each batch is better than the last batch, <laughs> just like it says, right? Yeah. Uh, this one is is amazing. Uh, you know, we we've had a couple that have been along the the lines of um, you know traditional hazy, nice fruity. We've had some that were a little more uh, tropical. We've had some that are a little more piney. Uh, like that, and this one's amazing. Um, it is uh, more on the dank side, mm-hmm. so we're taking you to the, the dank side here, Mike, a little bit. All okay. right, and uh, they altered the uh, the, the uh, grain bill a little bit, uh, but the hops are what really make it. That we use cashmere hops in this okay. this one, and it just is is nice, danky, and and sort of earthy. You know, nice. I, I, it's just a totally different style. 
changes everything, and uh, but it's it's still amazing. All right, better than the last batch. I saw actually, actually just I was just in the brew pub uh, last week. Brought the family in, had an awesome meal. Um, the one thing I like, and and a lot of people appreciate this too, is around Lent. You know, you got the they got the fish fry Friday, and the I mean fish is always the fish is always good, but and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was really awesome. So, thank you for that. Just uh, keeping that. I mean, that's been on the menu basically forever, right? Sure has. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's always it's that beer batter, and it's always been consistent. Mm-hmm. They use the water gap wheat in that. I, I'm, I'm yeah, 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 yeah right. Part of the that. batter, yeah, yeah, and the batter, and uh, it just fluffs it up just right to where. It's got that right amount of coating on it, not too much, because you know you, you can get fish and chips that can have right too much, way and too it, much yeah, yeah, it's, and and it's then, not always done on the outside of the fish, right? Because right. if you want the fish not to be a dry piece of, you know, like you want it to be moist, but then if the batter's not cooked right, then you get it's that's not as good. That's right, yeah, and and I, and I also don't like it if it's too bready panko-y, you know? Right, right. I don't like it. It's sort of it's just a different consistency than I want in my fish and chips, so. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, uh, as I age, I can't eat fish and chips as, as much as I like. Because it, it, it's not, I don't think it's the best for you, even though you're eating fish, you know? Right. Uh, so sometimes I, and, and well, when I order it, I always say I'm going to get a side salad with it instead of French fries. Right. Yeah. And I never do that because <laughs> they go so well together. You know, it's fish and chips. It does. Right? If you can pop some vinegar on there, that's like a dream oh, the, with no the tartar doubt. sauce. Like yes. a half a bottle. No, it's so good. And well, you know what I paired it with, which is obviously I, I, I'm, I'm, we've been doing this. I don't know, a couple, several years at this point, this podcast, and it comes up all the time, but I'm a wheat beer guy. So it's probably why I'm drawn to that dish. But one of my favorite wheat beers is in, is on tap right now too. And it's the, Hinterland Hefeweizens. That's right. Yeah, it just came out for spring. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful spring beer. It's got that nice clove and banana. I mean, it's in the really. the nose and flavor, and it yeah. just, isn't it? it There's and something. the guys are just killing it's it. It's better. It, for some reason, it's better than ever. Like, I don't know if it's just because I missed it or I I was, you know, we're coming out of winter, and I, admittedly, I was, uh, you know, drinking some more. For some reason, I was into sours and chocolate stouts this year. Maybe, you know, I, I don't yeah. know. And and then, so when I switched, you know, the, the Heffy is back in. So I'm like, you know, this is basically, it's all I need. It's my Desert Island beer. Sure. So, but yeah, it just, it hit me. I was like, the if you're looking, I know it's the yeast that that, that creates that flavor. It's the interaction with the, with, with the sugar. And that's the side effect of that Heffy strain of yeast is to create those, those flavors that are uh, reminiscent of banana and clove. It's not like you're putting banana juice and clove, you know, in in the in the beer. It's it's oh, yeah. it, it's a side. It's what happens. It's natural. It's what it's it's the effect of the yeast. Right. It's a byproduct of fermentation, and, and they're called esters. Those yeah. are the those are those flavors that you're getting. They're uh, esters of of clove and banana, and and I'll tell you, when that beer is fresh, there's no better beer. Oh, it's out delicious. There. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and. Not that it's not always fresh, but I'm talking like the first couple weeks after it comes out. Yeah, you know, every beer sort of has a bell curve of, of its of its you know it it rises up and 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 peaks in flavor, and then you know it's probably not a, a, a bell so much, but it just sort of levels off and doesn't get any better. And then mm. once it gets a little older, you know, some beers can even get better, but some most beers uh, tail off in terms of the um, actual punch of their flavor right yeah it, it just sort of dulls down over time the other thing too is so when you're getting a beer 
that's like, so you're coming in, and one thing I noticed and, and remember is that when you're kegging a Hefeweizen, it has, obviously the yeast is a, is a major deal in that. When your story, so, so it makes sense that when you're pumping it out of the brewery into the kegs, that yeast is, some of that yeast is transferring into the, into the keg, and then when you, if you have a home system like I do, I know when I pick up a keg of that beer, it's always stored upside down, and then when I get it home, I flip it upside down, and then that that those those pints that come out of the, that first round or you know that first day or two of like maybe you know having having one, they're they're yeastier, right? If, is that a good way to put it? Or there can be it's kind of like a yeast shower going down through the beer, and then and, and eventually it settles. Yeah, the the yeasts are special, and and, and hefeweizens not unlike the new hazy beers. The yeast is considered to be non-flocculent, so it stays in suspension. Mm. Um, some of it, some of it will settle out, but we will uh, ship not only our our wheat beer, but also uh, any of the hefeweizens uh, out uh, upside down. You flip them prior to pouring, and that that keeps you from sometimes getting that first you know few pints of just sort of yeast. Yeah, so um, that's. That that is a uh, that's that's the way we we approach that and uh, all of our locations will get it keep it and then when they go to pour it they'll flip the the keg and that first pint comes off as sort of yeasty but other than that it's nice and and susp- suspended right <laughs> no no it does and I mean that's what you, you I always say you you know you hold it up to a light like it's. There's not, not a lot of light coming through that beer, oh, right? No, no it's, it's pretty opaque. That's that's yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, it's anyway. It's a beautiful beer, and I think it's uh, whatever whatever the guys are doing, it's uh, it's an amazing version of that beer. And I've been mean, somebody who's drinking that for for many years. I, I am not getting. I, I I'll never get sick of it. You know what I mean? Like that's. I just. Yeah. It's like I said. It's everybody has a favorite style. That's my favorite style. So um, anyway, great job on that. I definitely recommend it with whatever. If you're you're coming in for fish, that that's a that's a great thing. Uh, otherwise, I'm just thinking it, it gets me in the mood for you know these warm spring days, and then thinking summertime. So, speaking of that, anything going on, Artie? Uh, summertime plans? You, I know we, we're in April, and we got we got spring here. We're gonna have some, you know, Penn State football and stuff. Uh, we'll be we'll be kicking off, and you know the that's that's on the horizon. Heading back up there, blue and white game, spring training, baseballs around. I don't know anything else. You got got anything going on? Well, you know what, we're gonna travel a little bit this year, Mike. Uh, the last couple of years, you know, we lost a couple. Uh, well, we had our 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. We probably talked about uh, that on the podcast at one point, uh, but uh, we didn't. We were we were wanting to travel for that, and we didn't get a chance to do that. So. Uh, Carrie and I decided this year is going to be the year. So we're going to take a little bit of time to ourselves this year and, and do some traveling. Um, pretty excited about, uh, you know, getting out, uh, hoping to get out to see some family and, you know, just, uh, just a couple different trips, but it should, should be a nice summer worth of travel for us. Yeah. It's, it's, things are shaping up to somehow be crazy for us. So we're doing some, uh, we're, we haven't been on a cruise like, like a lot of people. I mean, my kids are 14 and 12, so we, when we were younger and dating, me and Tara, we would like, you know, we we went to like Jamaica a couple of times. We went to, you know, we went to like a Aruba on our honeymoon and like a couple of these Caribbean spots. That's her preference. You know, you go stay at like a resort and just like chill out for a week and it's a great time. But then once we had kids, we really didn't do that. And then I realized our passports expired and <laughs> right as we were planning a cruise that another family member was kind of planning. 
And then we kind of hopped on board. <laughs> so then we have this last minute scramble to get passports and all this other stuff, which has been kind of stressful. I'm sure people have been down that road. I'm not going to go too far. And I think everything's cool. If not, um, I guess they'll let me on the boat. I don't know if they'll let me off. <laughs> so <laughs> I might be the only guy at the buffet while everybody's off, you know, whatever, snorkeling. But, <laughs> You'll uh, be at home? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think they'll said, I think they'll let me on the boat. I just don't think I'm allowed to get off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, uh, Joe Hoover, uh, he, uh, he was going to go to Mexico. Yeah. And he didn't have his passport. Mm. So he, he always says that, that uh, somebody messed up him going to to Mexico. Yeah. It wasn't him, of course. No, but of course it, not. Somebody did. Well, I do, you know, like once you, when you're like, ah, I used, to, I mean, I used to go when I got my passport in like 2000 or something like, great. Right, I remember I didn't travel anywhere internationally. Like when I was in college, but when I got out of college, I had like a work opportunity and that I needed to, to possibly have my passport for. So we rushed, I swear I got it in two days. Like I went to like the Dauphin County courthouse or something. And like, I got my passport. It didn't take long. Everything was taken care of. It, you know, you pay a little extra. But this has been stressful. And it's, it's and then once you become aware of it. So if I'm giving anybody some advice that you can actually use besides our beer and, and food knowledge on this podcast, it's if you're thinking about traveling, <laughs> get your pass. Don't do it at the last minute because <laughs> that's, that's right. it'll stress you out. Um, yeah, it can take as long as like four to six months, can it? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I think if you go through the, the normal process, by the time you fill out the application, Go get your picture taken right. and all that other stuff that because you, you have to have a special yeah. picture. It has to have the right background, um, right and size. Everything. Yeah, you can go to the post office and get it. I think in some well, places but. you can. But so that's what it used to be. If you ever did it and then you are like me, it's a lot easier to renew your passport. But if you're going to start it over again, you got to go through the whole process. And then so that's where I'm at. And it's like, yeah, where do I got to get these passport photos done? I got to like dig up my birth certificate. I got to do all this other stuff. And then you know, there's a one way, there's like a one day way to do it, but it's a real pain in the butt. You will lose your entire day. It's not something you can do oh, last yeah. minute. You get, it's still a lot of planning and it's just super stressful. So anyway, but besides that, um, I'm hoping, uh, it, and if I can't go, I'll just see you at PA Flavor. There you go. Come see us. <laughs> you can come hang out with us. That's for sure. That'll be fun. You know, I, I have a feeling you're going to become a number and you're going to sit in a lobby for some time, but you'll come out with that passport I'm and it, it'll be worth it. In the yeah, end. I hope so. Sure. I hope so. So, so that's going to be our spring adventure and, um, uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. And then, you know, yeah, I'm just, uh, I, you know me, man, I love fishing. I love, uh, so my, my son and I we're we're just pumped about, you know, being able to just, just hop on those kayaks and stuff and, and head down the, you know, the Swatera Creek or, uh, the Susquehanna river and just, just chill out and catch some fish, you know, cat. And I, I know that's a big thing too. You know, I always tell people, you know, camping, um, you know, outdoor activities. The one thing that's, if you, you know, the one thing that's great about canned beers, right. Is that they're easily traveled when you're when you're doing those activities because you know the glass bottles is a little tr- tougher to travel with. But yeah, they're they're a little heavier, that's for sure. But yeah. cans you can you can sort of stash them away a little bit in a backpack, you know, and, yeah. and not have to worry about anything breaking. Uh, but uh, you know, and and uh, I was most excited about us going from bottles to cans 
because I, I love golfing, as you know. And, right. And right. certainly being able to go to the golf course and get a can of ABC is is uh, exciting for me. Yeah, they're just a lot more versatile, and, they, and, they, and they're, they're great on the beach and everything like that, too, as compared to where, you know, where they allow alcohol on beaches and stuff like that. But, like, um, yeah, it's just a lot safer around a pool and, and, and the water in general. So, yeah, that's cool. So uh, I know there's some news on the can front, and I'm excited because it's kind of like a supersized uh, announcement, if you will, if, I, if I'm looking at what I'm looking at. It looks already it looks kind of big, and we're going to talk about it when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell a friend <laughs> and another friend and another friend. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Going to round things out here with our uh, final segment, but you know, we're not in any hurry, Artie. I actually want to take a little bit of time and talk about something that's been sitting on the table here for the last few minutes. So I've got the uh, You're My Boy Blue, uh, Blueberry Sour, which is in your fruit series, and you've got the Better Than the Last Batch, uh, which is a, a, an IPA, a, a hazy, and part of your hazy series. But then you got one of the... I guess I'll call it the new classic. Uh, it's the Out of Focus Double IPA, uh, but it's it's in a different vessel, I should say, than I've seen before. This is a big this is a big can. That's a big can, Mike. That's yeah, not that's, that's not that's not just a pint can, right? That's no, not a, that's not a sixteen, what they call a pounder. But this is a this is a nineteen two. I've 19. I've heard of it out in the marketplace being referred to as a stovepipe. Yeah, because oh, you right. see how tall and uh, yeah. and slender they are. You know, there are bigger ones. I don't know if you've seen some of the cans. Uh, well, yeah. you know, they're a little bit fatter and taller. They're like twenty two and a well, half. Like I, I think that's what they're like. Like I went up to Beaver Stadium, or like let's just put it like what you're getting, like like a ball game. Like basically, yeah, they're like a yeah, some t- they're a little bit that's bigger, like a fat round can, and, yeah. yeah. But they're about the same height. But you know, what people don't realize this is the same size in diameter as a regular 12-ounce can. Right. And 16, and this is the, the 19.2. And it's it. this is much more of a single-serve type. Uh, you see people buying them in, in uh, beer distributors. They'll just take one or two to the counter, and, gotcha. and maybe it's their, their daily allotment of beer, you know, yeah, for yeah. themselves. Yeah, no, that's really cool. So uh, it's, but it's it's a cool package, and we're happy to be out in it uh, right now. This We're going to have out-of-focus in this package and also – uh, we're going to have the hop offering, which is our session IPA. It's another beer that in this size, you know, you mow the lawn and you grab one of these <laughs> oh, hop yeah. offering, and it's just the perfect amount of beer to 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 get uh, to re re uh, invigorate yourself after mowing the lawn. Nice, yeah. It's a nineteen point two ounce can, one point one pint, three point two ounces is what that comes out to. So, right. so it's a little bit more than a pint. So, if you're thinking about what we're describing here. It's almost like it's almost like a double. It, it, in appearance, it's not quite as much because that would be twenty four ounces. But if you had a twelve ounce can, it kind of looks like two cans stacked on top of each other, almost like a standard like twelve ounce. And then it's a little bit bigger than uh than than the sixteen ounce can. So that's really cool. The stovepipe. All right, so look for that. And uh, I, assuming I know it all goes into this stuff, it's not like you just do it overnight. You got labels that have to fit because i see that's a definitely a special label that label is not the same one you're putting on a, a 12 ounce can and now you're putting it on this huge can <laughs> sure yeah no the label's different uh this we do have in you know in 16s and and 19 twos yeah uh, because they're different marketplaces in most cases where you might sell a a case or a four pack of 
of the um, 16 ounce, you know, four in a four pack. Right. Uh, you might buy these in a single serve, like I said, but um, no, but the, every, you know, it, it, right now with our canning line, it's very versatile. So we can change over from, from uh, this type of a can to a smaller can. It can do all three sizes now, which is pretty amazing. Bigger, bigger is better. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> That's cool. So, you know, I, I appreciate that. So if we're like, you know, if, if, you're, if you're walking through, that, to, to me, I do do some of that single can shopping every once in a while. Like, they have my old favorites and everything that might, I might pop in to a beer distributor for or, you know, like the bottle shop to see if I can find something uh, in a four-pack or a six-pack. But every once in a while, I just want to try something because I'm not sure. It piques my interest, but I don't know if I want to take, take a, a bunch of them home or... I just want to try, like you said, like I'm in a single serve situation. Like I just don't, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm traveling. Maybe I'm going, you know, when you, you travel for, for uh, work or something like that and you end up at the hotel for the night, you don't feel like going down and sitting at the bar with a bunch of strangers. You, you, you find something like that. That's like the perfect size to go back and chill, watch some TV and go to bed or something. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a great, it's a great size beer. So yeah, if you're trying the beer out for the first time, for sure. Right. You can go and grab three or four of these different, different beers mm -hmm. and, and put them in your cooler, pull one out at a time. And, uh, I know you're going to love the, this out of focus. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's more of a, like we, we, since we've made it, we've called it the Pacific Northwest style. Uh, it's really West coast IPA, you know, when it comes down to it. Uh, you know, it features uh, sh Chinook hops, uh, all sorts of, you know, giving, giving you that little bit of, well, Amarillo, Azaka, and, you know, it just, it's got that nice bitterness to it with a little bit of floral, but it just, with that nice maltiness that, and, and, you know, it's a little bit darker in color, of course, you're looking more like a, um, uh, not, I wouldn't say amber, but you know, that little yeah. bit darker golden, that's for sure. Got, got it, definitely. Yeah, like a, maybe like a, a copper. Like yeah, a, there yes. you go. Good good descriptor. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So the one thing you said, if, you, if I'm buying these, uh, you're not going to find these with those um, those can connectors on top, right? Great. So if you buy a four-pack or a six-pack, sometimes they, instead of having the old uh, tortoise killing ring on them, <laughs> they, yeah, have, yeah, that's they, right. they have yeah. like those click-top like can things. You call them like a... They're called Pactex. Pactex, yeah. right, right. Yep. They hold the can together and you can kind of, it's like a little handle and it's just the top of the can. And I was just saying... The ones that you guys use are so good, like they're they're convenient, and I I end up using recycling them. You know, like I'll use them to like pop a couple cans. It's like the it's you know that way it's uh it's if I have multiple cans of beer sitting around the house and I, I have one of those pack techs, then I just click a couple beers into it and I walk away with it like one little unit. Then there's another type that's out there that's like I don't want to like you know I don't know what the the purpose of it is, uh, but it's not as good. It's like a and it's almost a real pain in the butt too. Like they, they fit really tight, and it's like it's like the ring, but I, maybe they dissolve yeah. or something. I don't know. Maybe they. Well, are better. I think that is the eco. They're a little more eco friendly. Uh, they're is that one made out of cardboard? It might be. Yeah, yeah. they're like a real hard cardboard, but there's also yeah. some plastic or something in it. So I don't know what. It's, yeah, it's a little strange in in terms of consistency. We've we've looked at them, uh, but. They just, you know, uh, we've heard so many complaints about them, and I, you're saying the same yeah. thing. You know, um, these are fully recyclable, so we we you right. don't mind using them. You know, just make sure they get into the recycling bin wherever you wherever you're having them. Uh, but uh, the other ones tend to be sort of strange. I've had beers fall out of them. Yeah. And yeah. I've also uh, had trouble getting a beer out of it. Yeah. And so uh, I will say that the Pactex can be a little bit tough. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're trying to pull a, pull one out, but yeah. they also won't fall out on you uh, when you're going. And and like you said, you can reuse them. Right. I do a lot of uh, sampling or uh, and visiting of locations, uh, and I bring in samples. I'll just click. You know, I'll pull four or five different beers, and I'll just click them back in there, and that way I can carry it in that way. Yeah. Well, there's a lot less packaging when it really boils down to it, and the fact that they can be reused. Like, there's not really much you can do. Like, I mean, you buy a loose, you know, pack, packaging is part of is part of the brewing industry. So, you know, being responsible with that. There's always an aluminum can. There's always a glass bottle, you know, and a bottle cap. These things have been going. This is this is what's been going on for years, and most people recycling has become automatic for for people, you know, at, at home and, and sure. uh, here in the business. So. But yeah, those. Um, I just it's just a little story. Those are like you can really struggle with a bad one, like those ones that I talked about. And so it's almost like, yeah, I want to be. I'd rather just not have any at all if I have that. Right. So yeah, yeah the and the other yeah. ones can, are reuse and, and uh, re- fully recyclable. So I'm cool with those. So anyway, cool can and uh, so look for the stovepipe can uh, wherever you're buying your ABC products and out of focus. That's a that's a perfect beer to uh, to a, a pint. Plus an extra three point two ounces. Yeah, that's the bonus. That's the bonus. That's the bonus part. <laughs> and enough to share. Enough that's to share. Right. Yeah. You know, and the price point's really good on it. They're, they're, yeah. It's a good price point for a single serve. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're really excited to be in that marketplace at this point. Awesome. All right. So I mean, already we're we're wrapping things up here, but it's a uh, it's it's April. I mean, we're gonna we're looking into into May. You know, by the next time we get together. So and we got uh, Easter coming up, and, Mike. Well, yeah. I mean, Easter Easter is one of these holidays. And first, this is the first time I've ever gonna, ever going to be really away for for Easter. And um, you know, Easter for for my family. I mean, certainly we have little kids, but you know, we're it's a it's a holiday. Um, you know, it's a religious holiday for our family, and uh, you know, the meal and family time and stuff. So. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's a place that I'm taking taking a, a beer or two along, and it's the end of Lent. So if I've possibly given something up, it's a t- it's a chance to indulge again. Whether That's it's right. you know maybe maybe somebody gave up gave up the brew for uh you know for for a month and a half. Um, but yeah, I mean Easter uh, Easter egg hunts, family time, big meals. Um, uh, all these things. That's uh that's it's an important holiday. What about you guys? What are you doing? Well, we're, you know, uh, well, I'll tell you, my Easter started last weekend. I was at, at an event at Knoebel's oh, Golf yeah. Course. I don't know if you know, they have a oh, golf course up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Never yeah. played it, but yeah. Yeah, we, we, we got to get up there and play it. But um, they had what was called kegs and eggs. So I, I asked Carrie, I said, do you want to go with me to this event? It's Saturday. And she's like, well, I don't really want to go if I have to get up early. Because first thing she thought of was kegs and eggs, right? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be beer, beer and breakfast. But, and I told her, no, the, the event's four to seven. And she's like, well, how do you do kegs and eggs from four to seven? And I said, well, you know, it's a, it's an Easter egg hunt where you hunt Easter eggs and you open up your Easter egg and it has a, uh, there's always a present of a beer of some sort oh, of beer. Sweet. So then you, you gather all your Easter eggs, you open them up and whatever you won, you go claim your prize. And we had that uh, we had not only hop offering, but our, our on point Pilsner there. Yes. Uh, the session beer and the pills. And um, it, it was a blast. And it was then a little like, like a beer festival where people could go around and taste your different beers. So we had a bunch of different beers there. And, oh, cool. and so that's how our, that's how my Easter started, but we are going to go visit some friends for Easter. Uh, our girls, you know, it's their birthday weekends here. You know, their, their birthdays are the second and the eighth and, and, uh, but they're now, 
uh, older, so they're, they're they're hanging out with friends. They're not really looking to hang with us. Uh, so so we're going to go visit some friends and, and have a nice Easter for ourselves and, and uh, of course, get to church on Sunday, of course. Well, safe travels wherever you go. Um, yeah, we're getting a little bit, uh, this is a little bit of an early gathering here since we're going to be gone. It just happened to be where everything fell into place that we could, we could make it happen around all the other, uh, activities that we have on weekends and stuff. But yeah, I never planned on being away for, I mean, it's people do it all the time, but I, I, I have, I don't really never traveled on a holiday. And it was one of the great thing about where my career has taken me coming home, like, you know, to where I grew up. And I don't have to, I'm usually everyone else is trying to get out of town or get time off and, and things like that so that they can go visit family in another part of the country or wherever. And I'm always like, now my family's all pretty close. So always been fortunate to have that. So yes, I uh, want to wish everybody that happy Easter. Hope that you have a great time. And, and I'm really, Audrey, I guess the next thing we'll be doing is looking forward to say like those, the first summer holiday, which is Memorial Day. And, you know, that's a, that's a whole nother discussion I guess we'll get into when we, we, we catch up next time. Yeah, yeah. You know, my buddy Jim moved down to Florida, and he used to have the, a big Memorial Day party at his house every year, mm-hmm. and that would kick off opening the pool and, yeah. and all that stuff. Well, uh, he's not going to be here this year, so <laughs> we sort of had our last hurrah last year, and so we're going to have to try to find something else to do. You know, we, we used to do the Bruiser event that weekend, too, mm-hmm. yep. and certainly would love to try to get that back up and running, but that's... That was such a big effort uh, to go into that, but uh, hey, who knows? Maybe next year we can get get that going again and and uh, get into stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, I just I love I love spring because it's good beer drinking weather and good yeah. good good times to get it, get back outside after sort of being cooped up a little bit. It was it was a cold sort of dreary winter. It's finally time to turn the the page on it because you, you, there's a there's a period where you can't commit. That's what I like to say. <laughs> you're either yeah, right. you're still in the jeans and the sweatshirt and then eventually you just one day clicks and you said, "You know what, man? These shorts are these time for some shorts. These that's tasty right. white legs are coming out. <laughs> that's right. Enjoy world." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's why I wear my sunglasses, Mike, yeah, in case sure. you in case you bring those out. I know. All right. Well, Artie, it's been a great time. Uh, I want to remind everybody for all of their Appalachian Brewing Company information, uh, local brew pub, what's on the menu, what beers are coming out, all of the events that are associated with the company, where you can find those products uh, wherever you travel. Go to abcbrew.com and check them out on, on social platforms, too. So, Artie, uh, any, any final words besides the one I know that's coming up here as we clank this glass? Oh, my. Cheers. 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 Uh, no, no final words. Just uh, uh, come down and see us sometime if you get a chance. Uh, we appreciate everybody uh, that, that, that are our customers, and, and we love serving you guys. So, Well said. All right, everybody. For Artie, it's Mike, and we'll say have fun, be safe, and we'll talk to you next time on the Appalachian Brewing Company Podcast. <laughs>